0: one Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the second episode of Casual Entertainment Conversation. I'm here as always with the movie man Ross himself, Sam. How are you doing? Doing well, buddy, and happy
1: to be back for episode number two, yeah. live from Columbus, Ohio. This time, <laughs> moved back into my
0: dorm yesterday. Nice. The audio is better, it, it, like than it was in your room. So oh, I'm, I'm here it? for it. Yeah, definitely. So Paller,
1: maybe it's you know,
0: something with the acoustics, acoustics in here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's been uh, uh so good week and everything. Moving back in.
1: Nice, yep. nice. Just, uh, just getting settled. Starting to get into a routine like we talked
0: about and you know figure out how to how to not uh get bad grades yeah dude that that's the always the it's always the fun of like poking around being like how much work do i need to put in here to get an a how much how much do i need to put in there so yeah, absolutely, man. It's going to be a fun semester. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know, this is Casual Entertainment Conversation, the weekly conversation where we bring one big topic to you and discuss it and have a fun time, me, Sam, and sometimes a guest, probably not for a while. We're trying to like establish Sam and I doing this show, so if we want need to bring a guest on, we will, but as of right now, the conversation's so, so good. We don't feel the need to. Um, This week, we're talking most anticipated of 2021, so movies and uh, TV shows. In between, of course, I'll rant for a minute about music. Of course, I got a fun little rant uh, prepared for today. But yeah, um, lo- lo- we can uh, get into what we've been watching. Sam, this past week, have you watched anything good? I watched some more... Oh, you know what I watched this week? West, The West
1: Wing. I watched a, a bunch of The West Wing episodes. It's one of Maddie's favorite shows. Man, I need to stop talking about her on every stream. Yeah, like a sick. <laughs> um, but... That's just what made me think of it. She kind of put me onto that. I've been watching <clears throat> watching that. Freaking Rob Lowe, yeah. Whit, uh, Whitford, I think, the guy who plays Josh. Um, Martin Sheen. You can't beat that cast, like, so, mm-hmm. so uh, high quality. It was very much, you know. In that, you know, watching the West Wing, especially before kind of uh, all this election stuff, you watch that show and you're like, this is kind of how – politics and a president are supposed to look like and sound. yeah <laughs> and then... oh
0: my god dude that, so, that's... i've been doing, doing west wing watched a couple black mirror episodes nice nice oh uh, what, what season of black mirror
1: just bounce around i watched one from yeah i literally i've i've watched like
0: 65 percent of that show just totally in a random order that i gotta make sure we're live uh yeah, that's that show. I the first episode I watched was the first episode, and then immediately I started bouncing around. Um, well, I was like, "What looks interesting? What do I want to trip balls on today?" Basically. Um Hi. But yeah, it's a it's a good show. I, I I'm a big fan of Black Mirror. This week, um, I, I discussed it a little bit with you last week. Kind of funny doing Edgar writing a review. I uh I this week yep. cracked into for the first time Shaun of the Dead, and for the first time yeah. Hot Fuzz. And both of those oh, movies, dude. First, first and foremost, Simon Pegg, playing these two totally different roles in those movies. I highly yep. recommend both of them if you haven't checked them out. It is so funny, but the funny and the comedy that comes into play is not like this, like normal, like setup punch like that you get in the comedy set it's so like weird in the waves that it takes and some of the comedy is done by the director in the way the camera cuts some of the comedy is done by these quick one liners but the plot like mm-hmm. goes and takes a back seat but it never feels like the plot is taking the back seat and the comedy is still it right. will shine through and it's it's awesome in both those movies Excuse me! I'm so excited that I'm gonna die.
1: Those are two. Those are two very, very entertaining movies. Yeah, absolutely. And then. And like you wouldn't, you wouldn't think the only thing about those. I don't know. Like in your opinion, did did it feel like you were watching a Scott
0: Pilgrim or a Baby Driver? Not really. I feel like those two are a little bit more style. It's definitely Edgar Wright. You can definitely tell that all those movies are by the same guy. If I was like, hey, are all these movies by the same guy? You'd be like, yeah, sure. You could tell with the camera like cuts. The, the, best, the biggest, and the
1: biggest uh, characteristic that you could pull is the pace
0: Yeah, absolutely. Also, like most of them, hour, uh, hour 45 to two hours. They're quick. And I, that's what, yep. for me, I'm somebody that used to back in the day be like, I want my bank for my buck two-and-a-half-hour movie minimum, and now I'm like, dude, I, I want hour 40, I want hour
1: 45. Uh, oh, I should shout out the, the Scott Pilgrim poster P. I have in my dorm. Uh, yeah,
0: yep. uh, do we, have Scott? Uh, we have Scott Pilgrim also, like, right there uh, on the uh, on the um, background. Scott Pilgrim's right there. Um, I'll be watching that this week with uh, a couple roommates uh, enjoying that um but yeah we uh love scott pilgrim i'm um, uh and i'm very happy to see the predecessors to those movies and then on the tv side of course i watched way too much of the challenge this week that was my junk food of the week uh something i could throw yep. on in the background as i'm doing some studying stuff like that but yep this show Wanda vision and we're gonna crack into most anticipated shows if we did this like december 31st and not like, now, that would have been number one on my list, more than any other of the Marvel shows, more than any of the Disney Plus shows, that would have been number one, mainly because I'm like, what the hell, how the hell are they going to pull this off? How are they going to pull this off? This show is not supposed to, like, it is very Marvel, you can tell it's very Marvel, but the way that this show transforms and is trippy and the layers start to peel back, the characters are so interesting. And seeing this world where you don't know... Like, uh, the very basic premise is, obviously, is Wanda... Like, Wanda is probably creating all this in, in her mind, and she's probably tripping balls, and it, what, what's happening there. But is she the villain? And how, those layers, though... Is she doing this because she's depressed? Is she doing this because she's being tempered with? And the way that the outside world starts to peer in on what is happening and how weird things happen oh, left and right. Like there's uh, – in the latest episode, they're now in the 70s. They're now uh, – it's, uh, it's more Brady Bunch-esque. Um, there's a moment and where didn't, – uh, Didn't they – I
1: saw something on Instagram. They filmed
0: with an actual live audience for – for that episode yeah. or something, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they filmed with a live audience for the first one because the first one's called okay. with a live audience. Um, they uh, oh, they, yeah, Disney Plus, uh, did, what I know, yeah. Uh, Disney Plus went and did the um episode titles after the episodes get released, so you don't know what the title is going to be until they get released. And for the first two episodes, they didn't have titles with them, but they put them in after oh, like Game, of Thrones. Game of Thrones did that, yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones is so smart, anyways. Um, but yeah. This show is freaking awesome, dude. I can't recommend it enough. If it, not even if you're a Marvel fan, but if you like it, like uh, the way that the world starts to peek in and layer back, it almost feels like you're getting a mystery with a sitcom with Marvel mm-hmm. and having all the Marvel lore. It's a, you're able to take out some of the exposition of a show that is this bold, trying to do a lot that is like it's. This show is biting off way more than it can chew, but it's nailing it. Every time, and yeah, I words can't describe how much I love the show. And uh, it's we're three weeks in. The last episode was definitely once again, you're getting the most layers peeled back, but it's just enough to keep you like saturated and be like, Oh, I want more, but not like too much. Where you're like, Oh, I know where they're going. I have no idea where they're going. I, I've seen a couple things, there's a couple like uh theories that you can have with it. But I personally, and I like listened to a couple things uh, briefly. I actually watched this last episode at 3 a.m. last night because I was like, I really want to watch Wanda before the casual uh, entertainment conversation. And yeah, surely enough, it was the smart decision. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been watching, uh, and I'm now excited to talk about some uh, some movies and shows. You uh, yeah. Where do you want to go first? You want to go TV or movies? I say we go TV first. Yeah, hey, let me pull my list up. Yeah, let me also get my list up, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing our top three most anticipated shows and top three most anticipated movies of 2021. After last year, the absolute uh, dog pile of movies uh, that we had. Dog water. Uh, yeah, it was. I. I don't even. I don't even know what to even. It was bad. It was bad. Now, here we are, and we're able to go and talk about some hopefully good shows that are coming out. Things that are projected to come out. This is like, hey, it makes sense that the next season will be out in fall, December, sometime this year. So, our prediction yeah. might be off. Certain things might get pushed. But as of right now, these shows, yeah. we believe, are going to be out in 2021. I want to clarify that yeah. early. Shows that, shows that are going like
1: we know a season is going to be produced and is coming within the next year to year and a half depending on production schedule
0: yeah and also you we got the covid thrown in there it's 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 hard like making it simple it's hard to go and be like we what what's gonna happen especially with some of these movies where i'm like Cool. This movie is supposed to come out in October. That might be a death sentence to talk about on a podcast right now, where it's like that movie is probably getting pushed. Uh, the way that everything's been getting pushed. Um, did you see that uh, Black Widow got pushed again? Brutal. And uh, then James Bond get pushed again? Yeah. That that's still this year. Uh, thankfully. Um. All right. You got you ready to t- hop into these TV shows? Yep. Uh, you want to give any honorable mentions, or, do you, or are you just going to your top three?
1: I have an I No, no, I just I'll just bounce into it. Yeah,
0: I I I have a couple honorable mentions for the movies, but for the shows I just have my top 3. Sam, um, what is your number 3 show of 2021?
1: Number 3 one I'm most excited for is not what you would probably expect me to say. It is not a uh like Show show, it's a game show. Ah. It is um, it is uh the Chase game show. If you're familiar yeah. with that at all, or I can explain. It. Uh, I, so it I, used to I be know the, uh, the beast,
0: like, yeah,
1: but it's now they're having Ken Jennings, uh James Holzhauer, and the dude Brad, like the Jeopardy guys, like yeah. the three like big Jeopardy the guys. gods,
0: the uh, gods hosting, of Jeopardy.
1: The gods of Jeopardy are hosting it. I'm pretty excited to see how it goes because um, I mean those guys are. You know. they're the best or they're, they're literally the three best trivia minds i would say on the on earth yeah i don't know how james does it man he's he's awesome not only um, not only is and, he
0: unreal he's unreal with the like strategy of jeopardy too yeah. he knows how to play the game better when, than anyone else when
1: uh, when we were when i was down there and we were doing trivia i tried to play like him i went for the low categories first and worked my way up yep tried to find the uh well, we didn't have them, but try to
0: find those Daily Doubles. I'll, dude, um. I, I'm thinking about that next trivia, putting some Daily Doubles in there, man. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, I'm the excited next 12-hour stream is in a week. <laughs> so I'll probably give you the week off, actually, next week uh, for for this show because we, we might move it around. We might – if we want to fit it in somewhere. Uh, we're going to be doing a, I'm going to bring out a list of 20 movies that are supposed to come out next year and we're going to predict the Metacritic of all of them. So that, that should be a shorter episode and a quick one. If we, if we want to go and do it Uh, sometime next week, it will not be done on Saturday. Saturday is our final push stream, but yeah, sorry about that. Continue with, uh, how un-freaking-real this show is going to be.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be very, very good. Um, you know, the... It's a good, it's a great concept for a game show. I think sometimes the guy, like the beast that they had, like the dude who was the main guy, could be a little annoying. I remember that. I didn't always, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, he would, but like that. Uh, it's obviously part of the gig. Like, it's, like they want him to kind of be obnoxious and stuff. But I think, I think having some new flavor, a little bit, you know, new faces, and it will be, will be
0: pretty good. Not, not only new faces, but well-known faces. I felt like that was such yep. a miss. Where I'm like. Man, this dude's supposed to be daunting, and the dude' size was big, but like, and he was obviously intelligent. But I, I didn't have like the disposition of him being like this genius, and I felt like that definitely took, uh, took the little like glamour what this show is supposed to be. Where it is, you are screwed if you mess up because there is something that's gonna chase yep. you down. Um, do you want? Was that all you got for that one? Do you want me to hop in my number three? Yep, all I got. Go all ahead. All right. My number three is the third season of this show that I I personally have an affinity for, but I know a lot of people now are into it. It's the show called You. Netflix's You. You. Um, season two came out last February, uh, and the season before that came out in, uh, I believe, the fall, so I would project it to come out the fall this year. Um, it's supposed to come out the fall this year. They've already teased it out. They already have plans for season four. I freaking want <laughs> – I want this show mainly because – I and I love this show mainly because it is so messed up and you don't – you keep on rooting for this guy that is so bad and it's that, yeah. that constant like struggle of rooting for him and wanting the best for him and wanting him to get away with murder or get away with – his latest crazy love story. Like it the it goes and shows the world in such a way where it's like, Man, this dude is messed up and you don't want to root for him. But like any good story, the the motives of the villain make enough sense that you're able to go and see from his perspective, and I'm I'm here for it. I, I really love season two. Season two had one of the best and biggest twists in TV uh last year with uh I, I won't get into it in case people uh, I like I think people should check it out and with it being a third season but uh mm-hmm. it, the way that that show does twist and turn and now they have a little bit more of a built out cast that is really cool and interesting I'm here for it I'm super excited I think that it's going to be it's like like the streaming numbers were like oh like yeah there's gonna be a season two and then season two dropped and everybody in the grandmother watched this show and it I I watched season two in one day, the day it dropped. Um, mainly because I was at work and I had nothing better to do because I was packing like things, and I was able to just have a phone up and I watched eight hours of TV in a day. But like, it was I it legitimately super intriguing. I think that that's a testament to me being like I could have switched over to something else. I episode by episode, it kept me engaged enough where I was super in. I wanted to know the who done it, how done it, when done it. Like it, it's awesome. Uh, great show. That's gonna be my number three. Sam, what's your number two show? My number two
1: is whenever they drop the new Rick and Morty season. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the future. There's no schedule. Like they, they haven't really i don't think they've released much information at all about when it's going to be but they are obviously making another season yeah uh and so i'm pretty stoked for whenever that comes out i think season four that just came out was was the best season of the show so far really you had you had some absolute banger episodes in there i think the vat the vat of acid episode is the best show of the of the series i put it over pickle rick i put it over you know some other crowd favorites uh so i mean it just keeps getting better and better you know year after year year after year of it coming out and it's a top 10 show for me i I couldn't be more excited to see uh you know where they keep taking things and and
0: in the future absolutely uh i've sort of after season three i got burnt out uh i watched season three premiere episode by episode week by week and For me, that fan base is like, I, no offense to both of these, because I enjoy both of these things. It's almost as toxic as the Tony One Pilots fan base, where I'm like, the fan base makes me not like this show, um, because it's a bunch of people that think that it's the greatest thing on earth. And it really is a great show. Like, there's no, you can't, you can't like knock something that is as good as it, but the fan base makes me like, Ease back a little bit and be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't really want to watch this show." So I've only seen season three. I didn't watch season four. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely watch it. I'm pretty sure it's still on Hulu. Uh, that like, that's where their partnership oh, yeah. is. So uh, I'll definitely go yeah. and give that a crack. Um, yeah. Uh, it's on HBO as well. It's on HBO as well. The best part of this is with this show and the brother show over there at Casual Gaming. Week by week, there's things that I learned that I want to play and watch and do. And then throughout the week, I do them. Like, last week, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give Edgar Wright, like, a shot on the show. I said that early in the show. And now that I did, I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Like, let's let's rock. So I'll definitely, I'll definitely hop in. Uh, I'll, I'll probably have you send me that episode in particular just to go. And maybe I'll ease myself up, rev up, watch the first couple episodes and say that's episode six. Then just jump straight to that. Make sure I'm satisfied with that. Um, yeah, I'm re- ready for my number two. Yes, sir. Uh this would have been uh probably not on my list if WandaVision was on my list, but because it's not, this show is gonna take the Disney Plus set like I, I went through all the Disney Plus shows that are coming out, and I'm going with Loki um as that third show. We got Owen Wilson. Wow, like, like Owen Wilson. In the world of Loki and this show looks trippy as hell. It looks interesting as hell. It looks like perfect sci-fi mixed with Marvel. I I love that the Marvel team is tackling these different ideas and different genres. But also having the umbrella of Marvel. Like I said with Wanda... The exposition is already taken over because we know these characters, they're familiar, we understand it. And they're putting them in these weird positions where week by week, I think that the formula of these shows are just going to bang left and right. And seeing the sci-fi element, seeing this like crazy order in space, and having Loki deal with it and be sent on these missions it looks like by this order almost. It looks sci-fi, it looks awesome. I'm super excited Tom Hiddleston returning his role as one of the best characters in Marvel Cinematic History. And not only one of the best, one of the most beloved. Uh, I love that he's coming back. You see, in the trailer, the tease of Black Widow on the Soul Stone. How the hell is that going to tie in? What What's going to happen there? It's the questions that this show gives in a minute and a half trailer. I'm already in. I'm already sold. The cast is going to be phenomenal. And uh, I'm in. I'm fully in. And I love that, that uh, if they do anything like they did with Wanda where these characters are week by week coming back, I hope Owen Wilson is super involved. I hope that it's not just one or two episodes. And, uh, but from the way Wanda has it, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think he is going to be super involved. And I'm super excited for Loki this May. Which, which, by the way, like the fact that we get Wanda into Cap Winter Soldier into Loki, the... We're gonna have six months straight of Marvel movies basically coming out each week. How is that not awesome? Like I don't know, Disney Plus is doing something right. That mouse can have my money till the day I die. I'll just get, I'll just give him Donald Duck. All of them, they they can take my money. But that is my number two show. Sam, keeping the ball rolling. What's your number one most anticipated show of 2020? Number one most anticipated.
1: And I also realized after I say this, I do want to do a couple uh, honorable mentions. Give me the honorable mentions first then.
0: Give me the honorable mentions first. I'll go honorable here.
1: I'll go honorable. Um, trailing off of what our our podcast was last week, I'm obviously very excited for the next Dave season and the next season of The Boys. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, so I, I felt like we covered that pretty thoroughly yeah. last time. And, like, obviously we we're anticipating
0: those. If, if I was a betting man, I would say The Boys would come out uh, like January, February of 2022. I think Dave has a shot though to hit, especially how easy that show is to produce. Uh, they already had the writing done. They were already going into production immediately after the second it got signed yep. and back in like April, it got signed for season two. Yep. So I, that show, I, I would assume the main thing is they, you know, that they got to bring in bigger and crazier cameos. So bringing in those guys might be hard with COVID, but I can't wait to see Drake. I can't wait to see Drake. On oh. <laughs> Drink after the sex episode where every time he yep. finishes, oh my god! But uh, yeah, that's I think that that show is realistically coming out this summer. Even uh, I would say earliest this summer. But uh, what is your number one? So then? those
1: are those are my those are my uh, those are my honorable mentions. I'm sure you know everybody could could tell I was going to say that. But uh, also connecting back to last week, my my number one most anticipated is Secession because yep. of how crazy of a cliffhanger it left on is, is why it's my number one. But I think, I don't even know if I would rank that as my number one favorite show out of like the four shows I kind of talked about. But the way that it it's last season ended has me so excited to see and like craving to see what happens next.
0: And for that reason, it's number one. That's that's awesome, dude. I, I, I went last night, I kid you not, I was like doing all my pre-work for this. And on every list, because for the movies, I was like, I am choosing. It's dealer's choice with movies every year when it comes to a conversation like this, where it's like, pick your three favorite. But when you go and you're like, okay, what's in production? How's what? What's this show? How did it end off? Where Where do we stand with this? What's new? Like a brand new show that's going to be a pilot, stuff like that. What shows that we know are returning, like Rick and Morty, like The Boys, obviously. Um, but for for this, it was Succession. What's on? not only on every list it was like in the top 3 of every list it was like succession hbo it's going it to like i'm like damn i got to watch this show now like it's, now that sam's in and everyone else is in oh that's that's going to have to happen uh but yeah i'm that's a show that it sounds like it's a powerhouse it sounds like it's a must watch it is so i'll i'll definitely Absolutely. get around to it uh my number 1 is a show that i know you have not watched it is a remake of a show, and god damn, god damn, the fact that this show is happening and when it is happening, I could not be more happy. It's a show called Cowboy Bebop, the Netflix oh, version god. of Cowboy Bebop. So my history is Cowboy Bebop, I didn't like grow up with it, I didn't love it, my sister was a huge fan, my brother was a huge fan. Uh, then this guy named Matt Lucid, uh, he helps us with the casual gaming conversation a lot. Um, he's awesome. He was like, hey, I'm gonna get, dip your toe into anime, and I was like, okay, what what are we going with first, and we watched this show called My Hero Academia, uh, which is basically like superhero school, and it's actually really cool, really awesome show. It's one of the more popular ones. He knows me well enough to be like, if I'm gonna show Nick something, it's gotta be popular. It's gotta be in the zeitgeist, it's gotta be in the conversation of everything. Then he's like, now let's go back to, like, one of the goats. And also super popular, but there is only one season of this show. 24 episodes, one season of this show. And it's basically Space Cowboys. And it's the most badass show on the planet. Not only the most badass show on the planet, the music in this show hit at the perfect time because me... Him and my buddy Nathan, who also a huge fan of Cowboy Bebop, we all were super into jazz because we played a jazz band together uh, in high school. The music in that show is all jazz. And it's all not only jazz, but like it is funky as hell. And Bebop is a style of jazz that is supposed to be funky as hell. That's like the goal of it. So the music in the show yeah. is phenomenal. I can't wait to hear, though, the, the opening song, Tank, is one of the most like famous songs Maybe the most, uh, well, maybe I, it's one of the top two. People put this in Twin Peaks as the greatest intro uh, songs of all time. It is so ever loving good. The three, two, one, let's jam is one of the most like infamous intros ever. Seeing that with the full cast, with it in person, the world, the scope has got to be huge. I'm the Corgi. I'm excited to see you live in person. It's going to be great. This show, um, had to halt production. It's supposed to come out late 2019, then late 2020. Then the main uh, character broke his leg. The guy who's playing, uh, uh oh my gosh, if I, oh, I, I had this up last night. What, what am I doing? The main character, of Cowboy Bebop, uh, broke his leg. And, yeah, it, it, so they had to halt it a little bit more. It's supposed to come out in 2021 sometime. I'm super excited. And that's, that's with a bullet, my number one. All right. Before we hop into movies, the, we over here at Island, we like to do a little thing where Nick – it's entertainment. We made it very clear that it's entertainment. And with entertainment, Nick is going to rant about music at least once a week. This rant's going to be a little bit smaller, Sam. Uh, I know you know this band. I know that you enjoy this band. Or well, I shouldn't say enjoy. I know that everybody on the planet at least somewhat likes this band. I feel like that's a good way to say it. Um It's this band called Weezer. And mm-hmm. so well, by the way, right now I'm pulling up the Cowboy Bebop Netflix cast because I'll, I'll get really oh. upset. John Cho. John Cho. Okay, <laughs> John Cho is playing uh the main character. Um,
1: movies
0: and shit. He he's he's in a lot of different stuff. Sorry, you're good. Um, so John Cho is the lead uh character of Cowboy Bebop, but this band Weezer, and you're like Nick. I, I of course I know. Say it ain't so. Well, yeah, whatever. They're awesome. Great '90s band. Cool, whatever. Their music for me is they've got like. Two phenomenal albums that they came out with right away, back-to-back, Weezer Blue and Pinkerton. And then throughout their 20 years of being a band, there's been like two or three other like great albums. The rest of their music is horse crap. It's awful. It's like, why did this even happen? So I would say they're like 40% shooting. This year, they surprise released um, uh, or surprise announced this thing called OK Human which is a playoff of OK Computer, Radiohead's album, one of the greatest albums of all time. Mm -hmm. Also Mm -hmm. later this year, they're releasing Van Weezer, a.k.a. a playoff of Van Halen, where they're going and doing Van Halen-style songs. This is the band we're talking about right now, Sam. They're they're totally just like, we're going everything in the kitchen sink. OK Computer, one of the greatest albums of all time, one of my favorite albums of all time, is phenomenal. The production value is great. If you're going to go and you're going to say, we're going to do something like Okay, computer-like, Radiohead, there's a lot of expectation there. And they just dropped oh, sure. dropped last night the first single off this album. This song is great. This song is legitimately great. The production value is great, the way that those strings bring in. Uh, I I got to make sure I get this song title right. Um, I've listened to it like six times in the past 24 hours, which I think is a large testament because there's a lot of music that by them that I listened to uh, once, and yeah. I'm, I'm done. The song is called All My Favorite Songs, interestingly enough, um, and it is phenomenal. Strings are phenomenal. I'm just saying that as of right now, this band that has so many ups and downs has made a full cover album, covered Toto's Africa, and that was a huge thing for like a good three months. Like, th- this band that is really all over the place and you don't know what you're going to expect from them. And I'm really looking forward to see what they do with this project. It's The the lead single is great. Legitimately great. And they've had a lot of crappy lead singles off of albums that are just crappy albums. But when you give me something like this, uh, my expectations are high. And when that album comes out in a week, uh, you'll probably hear a review from it. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited. Alright, now. All right. <clears throat> let's crack into movies. Sam. Let's do it. Before... And Kraken, do you have honorable mentions? Nope, I got three. Okay, then I'm gonna give you my honorable mentions. Um, first and foremost, Dune. Um, I never read the book, so I don't have as much hype as a lot of people do. But that cast seems phenomenal. Oh, let's go! You're, you're roommate in the background getting some abs. Let's go. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Dune. I Come don't. On. I I don't ha- have uh, a like affinity for Dune that a lot of people do. But uh, mainly it's it, – it, I know the cast is going to be great. Zendaya is in it. We talked about her last week with uh, – yep. it, it, like It's going to be awesome. Um, super excited about that. Obviously, super excited about Top Gun. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Top Gun Maverick, uh, the return to form for Tom Cruise. Um. Uh, Black Widow, very excited about. Uh, The last two movies I want to talk about, speaking of Tom Cruise, speaking of the movie that's right above me, I – Would assume, and there's it's already like it's a thing. I would assume we're getting a new uh Mission Impossible this year late or next year early, it's gonna be one of those two. So, I don't want to talk about it because I'm not 100% that it's gonna come out this year. Um, especially with the amazing movies that we do, but I definitely deserves an honorable mention. If there was a, if tomorrow there was a trailer and a release date this year, it would be my number one most anticipated movie. I love Fallout. I think it's one of the best action movies of all time, if not the best action movie of all time. And then the one before Rogue Nation, I think it's like a top ten action movie of all time. The production, phenomenal. Everything that that has to offer is phenomenal. And then lastly for honorable mentions, Edgar Wright's new film, Last Night in Soho. We've been talking about Edgar Wright uh, earlier this podcast. It's gonna be awesome. Hey, Scott Pilgrim be my uh, second or third favorite movie of all time. I'm super stoked. I'm really excited. Uh, and yeah, those are my honorable mentions. But so now that we've heard me talk about music and honorable mentions, Sam, what's your number three movie most anticipated twenty twenty one? Number
1: three is Space Jam, <clears throat> and I would uh, I put it at three because. You know, like I could have filled in something and then said it as an honorable mention, but I'm legitimately excited for it. The original Space Jam is one of my favorite, like, sport, you know, basketball movies ever. Um, I I think LeBron is gonna. I mean, we, you, you've known how much I love LeBron over the last three things that we've done. Uh, I'm excited to see him. Uh, I know he did the movie Trainwreck, which I never saw with like Amy Schumer a
0: while ago. Legitimately good movie. Legitimately good movie. Like, uh, and he's actually legitimately good
1: actor. Yeah, and so like I, I like I know like I know he did well. I haven't actually personally seen it, but I'm excited to see him as the like feature, the whole like of like the whole movie. See what stars he brings. I know like Anthony Davis and like you know I, I forget the whole
0: rundown of the
1: cast. I but, think like, Westbrook's
0: seeing- in there too. Westbrook, I believe, yeah. is in there too. It, it's
1: um, yeah, it's gonna be great. All-star cast. That's exciting. Um, the and this the the, the thing about how. Far, the graphics have come and and cgi and everything since space jam came out uh way back when it, it i'm i'm in the 90s i'm just very excited to see like what they do and you know we know they're capable of doing anything um so I, I think it's gonna be great very excited for it it's good. that's gonna be one of my uh
0: one of the movies i'm most looking forward to buddy uh, I totally get what you're saying too, especially with the fact uh, we did most anticipated games overall. Casual gaming, my number one most anticipated game was Halo Infinite. Um, and it's not because I think that's gonna be the best game, but it's the game I'm watching for the most. Like I'm like I want to see what happens with this, and I think with Space Jam for you, it is that thing of I. I'm, I'm not saying it's gonna be the greatest film of all time, but my interest level and to see what happens in the play uh, the pieces that are in play that's what I'm looking for and that's why it's on your list and I I totally respect that as a pick Uh, my list is sort of similar where it it is what is my most anticipated anticipation means there's a lot on the line there's a lot of moving pieces and uh, then also I think it could be good I think it could be bad um what that's what anticipated that's how I sort of form my list number three it, it had to be on my list The fact that this movie's not out yet hurts me because it was supposed to be out in April of 2020. And now here we are, and it's going to be out in May of 2021. That is, ladies and gentlemen, Fast 9. Getting the Mm -hmm. boys back together. This trailer, this four-minute trailer has two... Of the biggest reveals this movie is going to have. And like, this movie is going to be so badass. (laughs) We're going to drop two of the biggest reveals in the trailer. And that is that John Cena is uh, Vin Diesel's brother. Like uh, their characters are brothers. And then you're bringing back Han from the dead. Where not once, not twice, but he has died on screen three times. (laughs) Are you kidding me? It is. It's awesome. It's bold. It's great. I'm super excited. I think that everybody and the grandmother's excited for this movie. It's one of the biggest spectacle movies that exist, and it exists for a reason. I think that these movies are legitimately good due to the fact that they know what they are. You turn your mind off for a couple hours. It it leans into itself perfectly. You have Vin Diesel, like, catching a car flying at him at, like, 50 miles an hour. Like, you're like, that's impossible. But at the same time, like, I know that's impossible. I don't care about that being impossible. That's badass. And when you get that switch of uh, position in your mind where you're like, I don't care. I'm just here for a good time. You have one of the best cast of just, like, pure action heroes, basically. I'm super stoked. Um, They're bringing back a ton of different uh, things. And Fast 10 is going to be two parts. Cause why not? They're going to space, man. In Fast Ten, that's that's already yeah. uh, like the, it, it's already obvious. Uh, Kurt Russell's that like the the cast is great. Super excited to go and see what they do with it. Um, and obviously the that four minute trailer with Kid Cudi's, uh "Feel the Love" in the background. There isn't a lot that gets mm. uh, my blood pumping more than that. So that is my number three. Sam Ross. Uh, any comments on Fast Nine? <laughs> concur Yeah, exactly i I was like i don't think that there's a lot left to say about a movie like that um what's the number two
1: number two very excited for i'm very uh i just i don't know how this is gonna work and that's what that's another reason i'm so excited but i think it will it's adam mckay's don't look up yep and here you, I'm gonna read you the cast. I don't know if you know if you know anything about it. I I literally know nothing about this
0: movie. So
1: break it down for me. All right, this. All right, so Adam McKay, director of The Big Short, Vice, Anchorman, Step Brothers. He's top top tier director, really, really skilled. Listen to this cast, Nicholas, and tell me how like what you think is. I just it, this is insane. So Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet. Ariana Grande, Kate Blanchett, Matthew Perry, Meryl Streep, Chris Evans. I mentioned Chris Evans like tenth. Yeah. Kid Cudi, Jonah Hill, uh, Tyler Perry, and a bunch of other kind of A-list, you know, A-B-list celebrities. Jonah Hill
0: is the, like, ninth name you list, in it, and that's, like, a person that uh, my buddy, uh, Jake, who's on the other podcast, he's like, Jonah Hill's one of those actors that if he's in a movie, that will do it for me. I will watch that movie just because Jonah Hill's in the movie. That's awesome. That's unreal. That. Uh, so, uh, any plot synopsis of what this movie's going to be like, or is it...
1: I, I can, uh... Hold on, I should've stayed on. Let me read the synopsis. It's a comedy, um... Don't Look Up it is an Amer- upcoming American political satire disaster comedy film. That's about all all we're getting. I'm in.
0: I'm in. That cast.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, I forgot. I forgot. Here's here's the here's the uh, the gist. So Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio are two like low-level astronomers who are attempting to warn the world via the media that there's an asteroid coming that's going to hit the Earth. <laughs>
0: i'm in i'm in dude it, it, all jennifer lawrence hasn't for me like done something in my like area of movies that i watch in a minute like since silver lining since hunger games since uh that I was one just
1: say, one of the last ones really i remember her being in was like the Amer- like
0: american hustle yeah uh, like that like- that's that's it You know, like it's been since like 2016, and it feels like so that's awesome. That dude, it's I still haven't had to put a date on anything. My mind is not 2021 yet, I'm not in 2021 yet. I'm still like living in that 2020. But uh, yeah, I'm super stoked. You're your number two. All right, my number two mainly this is this is twofold. And when it, it the anticipation is for three reasons one, because I love this franchise very, very much, two because it's this person's last film and number one billy eilish made a freaking awesome song it is no time to die um every i love the bond uh series kind of funny did bond in review uh, for all the daniel craig bonds and i watched every single daniel craig bond last year um like a week by week watched one um i love those movies uh casino royale the like remake of that movie a uh, huge poker fan. Uh, I love playing cards. I love playing poker. So the way that movie, like, elevates... And obviously, you're not going to see quads against straight flushes against whatever your, your grandmother' house is. I don't know. But, like, it, it's... That movie, the way that it progresses is awesome. Then Quantum of Solace is like... And then Skyfall is like... like it's it, it, The series has so many ups and downs. But, <laughs> but bringing in James Bond... Um, there's actually, the people that make the Hitman video games are making a James Bond video game. And to go and like, so James Bond is really in my mind right now. I'm really, really excited to see what they do with it. I'm really excited to see what Daniel Craig's last ousting as a Bond is going to be. And I, I, I really hope that it is just pure badassery, uh, sort of like just a more up Fast and Furious. But for me, a uh, part of the anticipation is... I don't know where this movie is going to end up on, like, the numbers scale sort of deal. I don't know if it's going to be an 8 out of 10, a 6 out of 10, a 10 out of 10. Uh, where I, for Fallout, or not Fallout, for Mission Impossible and for a uh, Fast and Furious movie, I sort of know what I'm going to get at this point. With Bond, you don't really know what you're going to get at this point. You know it's going to be fun. You know it's going to be cool cars and hot chicks. But I really hope that the end of this james bond we get a legitimate finale for this man i would i would be okay with him dying like that would be cool to be i'm okay with james bond not winning you know um but like the, they have the characters in place at this point that i really hope they end it well uh, and that, that's it for me uh do, you definitely have an opinion on the james bond film what what, what do you yeah.
1: think I I agree with everything you said and I don't know if you just heard like if you if you have him go out like Tony Stark in in Endgame I would be really I think it would be gratifying. Yeah. You need to do some a little crowd pleasing at the end of that movie especially cuz of all the delays and everything with Kobe like that. You need to walk out of that theater and like was great. That yeah. was awesome. Uh, definitely, and, and have the closure of the of J, uh, you know uh, Craig, who yeah, loved the uh, beloved it, leader of that franchise for decades. Yeah, you
0: know, decade. It, it, it's been like wow. 30, fifteen years at this point, Fifteen yeah. years. Like that's that's hard to do, and give him sort of the pomp and circumstance that the dude deserves. Like. That, that's my main thing where at the end of the day, this guy's had so many up and downs with contracts and is he going to do another one for like three movies. Like it's mm. been hard for him and to go and see 2011 Skyfall and then they're like, we, we were bringing him back for Spectre and he was like, I don't want to do this. And they're like, we'll pay you a crap load of money. You are good at what you do. and He's like, give me a script that I want to fight for. And Spectre wasn't great. And he's like, I'm done. And they're like, one more ride one more ride and he he got the scripted he said it was good enough for him so I, I really hope that they do because just imagine like you it's almost like Star Wars. You're playing with one of people care so much about this. You know like people care way too much about it almost and you're going and you're putting you're putting yourself at like to shoot the ball at the end of the game. You're putting yourself at the lead of that and you're gonna take a lot of the heat for how that movie is so, I hope that it's good. I hope that he gets an ending that he deserves and he wants. Sam, what is your number one most anticipated movie?
1: Number one movie is Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. Okay. It, it, and, we, I'm pretty sure you discussed uh, this a little bit last week. Yes, I talked about it uh, last week. This dude doesn't miss. Wes Anderson has not made a bad movie. Uh, they're very, that's, you know, we talked about, he's, he directed Grand Budapest Hotel, which you fell asleep during. Twice. Um, but that was situational. yeah it was. I think you would enjoy it. Like I said, if you, if you drink it, you drink a nice cup of coffee in the morning and watch it. Uh, anyway, it's going to be, I can, I can do the same. The, the big reason why I'm, I'm excited for this. Well, as uh, what the last movie was, is this cast, dude, that we got timothy chalamet again who gets every job he wants you know yep. he's gonna have every job he wants for the next five years bill murray tilda swinton benicio del toro francis mcdormand your boy owen wilson um leah wow. sadu at the chick from uh no time to die i think she's in that yep. like the first actress uh adrian brody who is the freaking like ninth person i've just said oscar winner um Literally, I can go on. Willem Dafoe, Christoph Waltz has a has a minor role. That's how he does it. He casts these mega casts, and like a dude like Christoph Waltz who has two Academy Awards will have like two minutes of screen time, and and like, are like okay with it because they want to like they're they're in. Edward Norton. I mean, it's, it's just an insane cast, and sometimes ta- somehow he puts it together every time, and it works. It's just super fun.
0: Yeah, um, that I. I like you said. This guy does not miss. Um, and from a critical acclaim standpoint, he just does not miss. Um, it's. I'm excited. Like that. That's a movie that I definitely will. That's a movie that I kind of wish theaters were around for. You know, where I would legitimately get the boys together, and be like, hey, this this movie's reviewing hella well. This this is gonna be sick. Let's let's rock and roll sort of deal. And uh, it's kind of sad that uh, we don't get that. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully by the time it comes out, you know, that would be the case. Yeah, uh, I pray. <laughs> I pray that it's the case, you know? Um. Yep. Ready for my number one? I'm ready, let's do it. My number one movie is Suicide Squad. And this is the definition of anticipation. It's James Gunn. So, a guy that is phenomenal at what he does. Uh, he, he has missed. Uh, I don't want to say he hasn't. But the guy that created one of the most beloved group of superheroes in the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, th- that is him. The Guardians of the Galaxy is his. Those movies, two of the best in the MCU, are his movies. With that being said, when he's coming, crossing, uh, crossing war lines and going to the DC, my main thing is just the cast. You got Margot Robbie, you got Joel Kinman, you got Viola Davis, you got Idris Elba, you got John Cena, you got Michael Rooker, you got Nathan Fillion, you got Pete Davidson, why the hell not, you got Sean Gunn. Yeah, like, uh, I'm, and this is just me reading the ones that I'm like, off the top of my head, I know these people. This cast has a lot for people that I don't know, but are big names that are standing up with these big boys. Like, Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, and John Cena alone, that is a star-studded cast. But you go and you throw in a couple of Michael Rookers and Viola uh, Davis, uh, people that, like, people know, but they're like, I don't know. The way that I envision this movie is a lot like Birds of Prey, one of my movies of last year, where obviously Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie returning her, reprising her role. She's phenomenal. She's phenomenal in everything that she does Um, and deserves all the credit in the world. But to continue... I'm excited because I'm excited to see what the hell this story is. How stupid and creative and funny this movie is. And I think it's going to be exactly that. I think it's going to be creative and stupid and wacky. You have Polka Dot Man. You have King Shark. You have Captain Boomerang. It's not your A-list. We know them well. superheroes or villains. It's not. Yeah, can, I, can I comment on that? And that is
1: why... I loved Guardians of the Galaxy so much, directed by James Gunn,
0: is yep. for that very reason. Yeah, it's not supposed post. Like, now it, the coolest part is these movies are the stakes are so high because the anticipation is so high that they're able to bring in this star cast that they're like, I want to make my statement in the MCU. Hayley Seifeld, an actress we talked about last week, she's like, she's in the MCU now. That thing, like forever contract, you are be going to be a legend now forever. Like everyone will, uh, Scarlett Johansson, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal actress, has done so many great roles. She will be Black Widow forever. Period. I like I I hate to say it because she's done a lot of good work outside the MCU. She will be Black Widow forever. Chris Evans. A lot of great work. Will be Captain America forever. So, breaking it down, now Harley Quinn, I think, will forever be Margot Robbie. And I hope that these crazy, outside-the-box villains will always be. I'm excited for the introduction. And maybe this is where the DC should have kicked off. Maybe overall. Maybe give me Birds of Prey first and have this be the first team-up movie. And have it be a team-up movie. Not actually a team of movie, but make it an origin story, but with the character we already know and love. And instead of giving me Wonder Woman 1984 that makes me want to, like, punch myself in the throat 17 yeah. times. I-, I don't know. I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Sam, closing out our show. Uh, next week, uh, we are going to be doing a 12-hour live stream. A 12 12- – dude, I'm, like, so not ready to We've go had back some. in there. If you've had some mileage this this
1: last month and a half
0: dude i i will i'll total it up before the live stream of how many hours of content i've done this week or not week this month yeah, the
1: 48 you yeah, the 48 hour uh mile
0: yeah, whatever you <laughs> I, I ran 48 uh-huh. Or I ran. Tw- I let's be real. I ran twenty four miles in twenty one hours. That was the exact. That's when I stopped. That's when I clocked out. But that was that was in December. My body was broken down. We did the first twelve hour stream, and then it, it was. Thank God we did the stream. It was on a Tuesday, I believe. Thank God we didn't hop into content till the next week because my body just needed to heal up. Um, and yeah, then we. Did that stream and then, uh, we're on. We are this is the closing of week two of content, like, we're we're done with all week two. Um, I think that so. If and when, uh, when WandaVision ends in March, uh, I might kick you off for that episode unless you watch WandaVision and I might bring on a cast of people that have seen it and do a full review. That's totally fair. Uh, like, because that's, that's what this show is supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be yep. the biggest news or the biggest story of the week. Um, yeah, dude, I, I'm i super, super stoked for just 2021 um, movies and everything. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, closing out the show, that has been your casual entertainment conversation week two, episode two. Uh, Sam, the Movie Man Ross, as always, thank you very much for joining me. Um, this next week, we will be uh, – later tonight, I'll be streaming uh, some Final Fantasy VII Remake. But later this week – This upcoming week, we are going to do Jake and Nick Mock on Tuesday. Now, here's where the schedule gets funky. Here's where it gets funky. Casual uh, gaming conversation will be Thursday. The bracket episode. We are not going to do a bracket episode. We might do this show on Wednesday if we can figure it out. But we're not going to do the bracket episode on Wednesday, period. We're not going to do the podcast on Friday, period. We're saving both of those for... Actually, we might do the Bracket episode. Shoot, because I have a topic for the Bracket episode that is not the one that we're doing on the podcast. Anyways, we'll figure it out. We have a lot of different things. But Tuesday, we'll be back with Jake and Nick Mucks. Thursday, we'll definitely be casual gaming conversation. And then Saturday, 12-hour stream, we will do the Nevin's Island podcast live. We will do a Bracket episode, the best Disney movie Uh, live. What's up, Sam Ross?
1: I just watched Palm Springs. I to wa- call you about it.
0: You watched Fall Springs? Yeah. How was it? It
1: was so good. It <laughs> was so freaking funny. It was really, really good. I concur. Best movie of yeah. 2020. Yeah. Um, due to the circumstance, Andy Samberg, so freaking funny. Like you said, J.K. Simmons, hilarious. Hilarious. Freaking, drinking a beer out back. He's like, "Can you kill me one more time for old times' sake?" And like, oh my gosh, dude. God get the crossbow and just <laughs> that the concept was was amazing it was very well done it was so fun it was so fun like i that's what i'm hoping is like st- the vibe i get from space jam but yep. like is obviously different rating but like that's the energy that i want
0: yeah all right uh that, that's an awesome way to close it out uh that, uh that that's the what you've been watching by sam ross at the end of the podcast, um, no, no quick questions closing out this week. Um, I did get a couple questions from people that wanted me to talk about certain things, so we'll push those off to next week, though. With that being said, this has been Casual Entertainment Conversation. We will see you Tuesday with content. Um, and go and uh, subscribe to this. Go uh, follow on Twitch. That adds a dollar to our January fundraising. Thank you so, so, so much for coming out, hanging out with us, and having a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, see you next time.